Hello, I'm Mariet Sneijman. Welcome to Calm, Clear and Helpful, a weekly podcast series on taking good care of yourself and others. Today's topic is Pregnant? The story behind the app that could become your best friend. My guest is Jackie Rogers, entrepreneur and founder of the My Pregnancy Journey app. And Jackie is from Pretoria East. Welcome, Jackie. Hi, Marie. Thank you so much. To our listeners, after our conversation, Jackie will tell us about the three principles that guide her life. And then it will be fun question time. Jackie, you've created an award-winning mobile app called My Pregnancy Journey. Tell us a little about the woman behind this gift to the world. Oh, thanks, Mariette. Um, yeah, so I'm a single mom, and I actually started my entrepreneurial journey when I fell pregnant with my daughter. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's quite, quite a bit of a story. While I was pregnant, I couldn't sort of satisfy my fashion needs um, and I realized that there's not a fashion brand in South Africa that caters for the stylish mom-to-be. Yeah, then I started my first business. Um, I started sewing lessons when my daughter was three months old. I bought a fake strap on tummy and I started my first clothing range. You know, and I was thinking to myself, how would I introduce this amazing new clothing pregnancy range to the public? Um, and I wouldn't phone the, the pregnancy boutique, so I bought a fake strap on tummy and I would just pitch up at the boutiques and I would do fashion shows for them. And that's sort of how my first sales started. And some of the boutiques agreed to a consignment stock. And then the, the stylists from the, the fashion magazines found out about my brand. And um, I got free publicity. They started using my clothing in the editorials. And so the business grew. The clothing featured in over 60 different fashion magazines. I uh, introduced my business to Richard Branson, and I also won a competition with Standard Bank and NBC Universal. But during my entrepreneurial journey, I've always been looking out for other gaps and opportunities in the market. And I guess it's just my journey being in the pregnancy industry already that one day I discovered shocking statistics when it comes to pregnancies in Africa, with the African continent actually having some of the highest rates when it comes to adolescent pregnancies, HIV infections and birth deaths, with one out of four women actually having a fatal pregnancy outcome. Does that mean it's either the mum or the baby that dies? Yes, um, yeah, because most of these um, fatalities happens during birth, during the birthing process, um, you know, with, with infections or anything like that, that the mother or the baby gets. Um, and I mean, you know, these fatalities, there's simple reasons that can sort of help these, you know, lower these statistics. Um, you know, there's a couple of things that contribute to this, like socioeconomic conditions, bad healthcare services, and due to a lack of information. And when I sort of realized this, um, I sold my fashion business and I started researching, you know, creating an educational tool. And um, upon more research, I realized that there's not a a pregnancy app actually coming from the African continent. And that is where my pregnancy journey app was actually born. And that's when my journey started with that. So the pregnancy apps, the comprehensive pregnancy apps would then be in other continents. Yes, that's right. So um, in America, we've got about two, three big ones. And in the UK, there's um, an, another big one. They are amazing apps, obviously. 
um, but most of their content and everything sort of targets more a first world pregnant mom, you know, where our country is more a developing country, you know, and our sort of app, what's unique about our app is the, the type of content, you know, our content is focused on uh, on a pregnant mom from a developing country. Yes. We took all of our own photos, we filmed all of our own videos, so our app is very local, beautiful and feminine, and yeah, it's, it's educational. Yes, I've been on the app and seen it, and we're going to talk about the features a bit later. And it, it has a beautiful look and feel, and we'll talk about that later as well. So how long did the app take you to develop? Because, I mean, I suppose you had to get such a lot of information, ensuring that the content would be reliable to the technical side and everything. Yeah, so I mean, from fashion to tech is basically my journey. I had to learn everything about tech, exactly like I had to learn everything about fashion because I didn't have any fashion experience before I started the fashion brand. And the same with the app. But I knew, I just, you know, I think when I get an idea in my head, I just have to go for it. So I literally just like Googled, how do you start an app? And I literally started from the beginning and I would drew my app out on a piece of paper and each page of the app. And then I found app developers. Um, oh, we were a whole group of doctors and specialists in the pregnancy industry that I sort of handpicked, you know, and that was prepared to come on board to help us with the content and the videos and all the information on the app. And that whole process and also raising funds and we basically self-funded most of the project, which, you know, also delayed us at certain stages of the project, um, but also the development and everything. That whole process took us about two years to put together. Yeah, and in the meantime, you were also doing your day job. Yes, I also work for a doctor and I'm also a single mom. So, yeah, I know all about juggling, yeah, <laughs> juggling yeah. life. I'm sure you do. Which challenges did you face while developing the app? Uh, you know, creating something new. I think that's my talent. I, I've got a capability of taking an idea and creating it. But I think for me, the, the biggest challenge was um, financial challenge. You know, how are we going to finish this app? How are you? The rest of the things, you know, I found it quite fun. And even though it's a challenge, you know, we managed to, to, to get all the content and all of those sort of things. But it was just sort of those financial obstacles because it costs a lot of money to create a project like this or an app the development was is is mainly most most of the costs yes and i only know about you know the costs of video for instance that's astronomical if you if you have so many videos on your app as you have yes exactly yeah i mean we had to pay the gynae i mean it's it's not just the gynae it's the the lady filming the videos but i mean there's so much content and for all the content pieces, we had to take a photo that sort of relates to that specific topic of that article. Um, so yeah, now there was a lot of thinking, even the, the illustrations of the growing fetus and bump, we got a, an artist to draw our own illustrations where a lot of the apps that I found, the overseas app, they use uh, Shutterstock images. And I absolutely refused to use those images. I wanted to take my own photos and do my own thing. Um, just that personal stamp on it. And that's exactly what we've done. So if I understand you correctly, you had to not only to develop the technical side, that's one thing. But on the other hand, you had to figure out which content should go on it. 
Then you had to find the right experts to talk about the content. You had di- you had different topics, and then for each of those topics, you w- would have to conceptualize an image, and then you would have that photographed. Finding a model and finding the right background and everything. I know, I know. I took like big pieces of um, I, I don't know what the size is, A3 papers, and I stuck them all over my wall. And I drew week week one of pregnancy, week two, and I would divide it up. And yeah, and like the doctors that that, that that's also been involved. I mean, they obviously also gave their knowledge and you know did the proofreading and all of that sort of stuff. But yeah, there was a lot of lot of planning. I honestly, I think I've dedicated so much of my last couple of years to this project, and um, yeah, to, just to get it to the point that it is today. Yeah, it is a massive undertaking. Yeah, and I remember my my stepdad. I was like, I'm I'm gonna do this up, but like I I, I don't know how I'm gonna do this. And he's like, How do you eat an elephant? Oh. And now we've eaten the elephant. Mm. Um, but now it, the the next elephant is the marketing elephant. Mm. So now we're happy with where the app is at today. Um, so our next step is now to introduce our amazing, beautiful app to the world Mm, mm. before we come to the app itself you received several awards for this app could you tell us about that yes yeah so i was um, nominated by the world health organization as one of africa's top 30 innovators good for you thank you very much um and we the app has won uh, two mtn app of the year awards uh, Huawei had a, a global um, app competition in 2020, in 2020, and there we won Best App and Social Impact App Awards. And then, yeah, I was also nominated by this um, company or organization in Amsterdam as one of the most inspiring digital inno- innovations. And there was an Australian award as well. Oh, yes, yeah, the Kit International. We've actually partnered with them, um, Birthing Kit Foundation, the amazing organization. Um, they also had a, a global challenge, and I think there were 600 and something um, organizations that entered for this out of 71 countries. And yeah, and we were the global winner for that. And in the meantime, we've partnered with them. So the Birthing Kit Foundation are based in Australia. So what we spoke earlier about, you know, with the fatalities when it comes to the birth and infections. So they um, then create sort of safe birthing kits and they also only work on donations. And then they distribute it to all vulnerable communities um, globally. And they've already distributed 2.5 million of these safe birthing kits um, um, around the world and yeah and we've also got a donate button for the birthing kit foundation on our app and these awards you received did they give you any practical support like money or courses that you could attend or anything along those lines yeah i mean i must say that i didn't expect um when i embarked on this on this journey i think my fashion business um was my my school fees I learned a lot from being an entrepreneur. I mean, I didn't even, when I started that, think of what an entrepreneur is. I just wanted to do my own clothing. But then it sort of like led me on this path. Um, and then when I started with this app and started like looking out for opportunities and, you know, how to get support and stuff like that. I mean, through this whole journey that I've started with this uh, project, um, I've met the most amazing people. 
I mean, all the awards, you know, some of them has, you know, given me a little bit of recognition here and there. I mean, I also went to, I've traveled, like got a lot of like sponsored trips with the World Health Organization. We went to Cape Verde, the 30 of us, and we're still friends, all of us still talk. I've got friends all over Africa through that, um, the World Health Organization thing. Um, I went to Finland once. I'm actually going to um, Tanzania in, in, in March for a soft launch with this um, amazing organization that I'm currently busy with now. Yeah, so it's been, I've met amazing people and amazing mentors and I've attended a lot of workshops, even though not always financially supportive, but I mean, I've learned so, so much and I think that all have contributed in a small or a big way to the knowledge that I've built up and, you know, they've all helped me on this journey. Yeah, so everything has helped you to make the app a better app. Yes, I couldn't have done it alone. Definitely not. No, now you need to reach out to organizations and accelerations and incubation, you know, organizations and um, connect with other entrepreneurs. I also learned so much from other entrepreneurs. But that's also time consuming to reach out to these organizations. Yeah, I mean, as I said, I am a single mom, so I don't have a husband that I have to, you know, so it's basically just been my project, myself and my daughter, you know, for the last couple of years. I, Yeah, I just want to achieve this goal and make this project a success. And um, But I think we're on our way. Mm, it seems so. Now, before we started recording, you told me that there was another side to your journey, and that was the burnout side. Please tell us about that. Yeah, I mean, winning awards and, you know, it all sounds fabulous and we like to share only the good things, good parts of our lives, um, but we don't sort of share, you know, how did we get to all of those things and what's really happening behind the scenes. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, it's been very, very stressful. You know, even it's been a fruitful journey, but it comes with a lot of stress and and then also my mom passed away um, last year, July, and I've heard the word burnout being thrown around, but I never really paid attention or, you know, what what it is. You know, I didn't really actually bother to, to know more about it until it actually happened to me. And I think my mom's passing was sort of just the last sort of knock that I needed. And then, yeah, I, my body just literally emotionally, mentally and physically just shut down. And I didn't know what was going on with me. I've never experienced this before. And that is sort of, you know, when I was also once again trying to figure out and, you know, searching things and what, why am I feeling like this? And then I realized my body, you know, emotionally, mentally and physically is burned out, you know, from all the stress and um, everything that I've been carrying around in my body. And yeah, for three weeks, it, it was quite hard for me. And I didn't really know how to get out of this hole and um, and I actually was looking at alternative ways and I landed up with um, a proper Chinese doctor that does acupuncture and I had two sessions with her in a week's time and that is sort of when I started to climb out this hole again so um, yeah you know it's, things don't always come easy and it looks you know all great and everything but yeah life's been tough for a lot of people I think COVID the stress with COVID and you know adapting to this new normal um, it's been yeah interesting for for many of us. So have you changed your lifestyle then since that burnout episode? Yeah, I've learned, not that I've not looked after myself. Um, I think now my body is just, and I'm still struggling with this burnout. The aftermath, I can still feel it. I still get very exhausted very quickly. So 
I'm still not yet where I need to be. So I've slowly started to get back into exercise. I can feel when I exercise a little bit, you know, I do feel better, but sometimes like I just can't. So what I've, what I understand with the burnout, it, it could take months, it could take weeks, you know, everybody experiences it differently and also what level of burnout you um, experience. Um, but yeah, I can definitely feel my body being a lot more sensitive. I have to make sure that I eat and drink enough water and sleep. And so it's almost like my body's very sensitive mm. at this stage. So I think it'll take a little bit of while, but I'm just taking good care of myself. Mm, mm. Yeah, I think that's a that's a wake-up call women often get, but not necessarily to that extreme. You've been taking care of your daughter as well as this big baby yeah. <laughs> that mushrooms yeah, all exactly. over the world at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Now let's go to your app and then please tell us about the app's look and feel. I must say I was lucky to have seen some of the pictures of the, the fashion line you had for pregnant mums and the clothes were beautiful. So it seems to me you have an eye for beauty. <laughs> yes, no, yeah, I do um, sort of wanted to make this app look beautiful and feminine. And also my grandfather was a professional painter and all my, my whole family is into music and art. So I think that's sort of where the artistic sort of side, you know, the beauty um, comes through in my genes. Um, but now I wanted it to, to look beautiful and feminine and you know, it must just be in, informative, pretty, um, educational, addressing issues, just the whole package. Yes, and it's interactive. Uh, yeah, and it's interactive, exactly. Mm. Can you tell us first how you decided which features to include and then you can tell us about the features? Yes, so I actually um, did a survey with 244 pregnant moms before I started with the project. Um, you know, very thorough. <laughs> and I asked them various questions. Um, I asked them what apps they're using, what they like about the apps, what they don't like about the apps, and what they want a lo more locally aimed app. So that sort of gave me a, a sort of an idea of what they were liking and what features they liked about the overseas apps. So yeah, so we just basically brought in all the best features that everybody liked. And we also added some of our own features that some of the other apps don't have, like the journal that the user can document a pregnancy journey in and print out as a PDF. There's a medical card. We took a complete card that they use at the clinics and we put it on the app. So when the mom moves from healthcare provider to healthcare provider, she can, she's got the information with her. We've got a, a nutrition section that was written by a clinical nutritionist. We've got a dad section. We've got a, a whole a section about what's happening with the growing fetus every week. And then we've got a complete different section of what's happening to mom's body every week. We've got daily articles. Just in the daily articles, we wrote 287 articles about different topics in pregnancy. And that's what I'm saying about those images that matches the topic, you know. Um, we've got yoga videos, we've got um, gynae videos. Ach, this, what do we have? We've got tips and we've got a directory listing. Um, so basically that's sort of where we're at now. We're signing up um, other small businesses and entrepreneurs because there's so many of these um, amazing products out there. And what happened during COVID is because, you know, of, of our hard lockdown, um, most of these pregnancy expos, these massive baby and pregnancy expos that would happen, couldn't happen anymore. 
And um, with my pregnancy class, I also attended those expos. And uh, on further research, I realized, but now what's happening with these, you know, hundreds of mom entrepreneurs, you know, selling their products at these expos, that's not happening anymore. So then I went and I did a lot of research and I found that even the big retailer, retailers in this industry in South Africa don't have an e-commerce presence. So that's sort of where there's already a shop button on the app, but that's our next phase that'll probably happen later mm-hmm. in the year. But coming back to the directory listing um, that's currently on the app. So all these small businesses, online services, ugh, anything. Um, we sort of sign them up on the directory listing. So you can go into your area and then all of the people in your area will, will basically pop up. There's about 30 plus features um, on the app. And the directory service, that is, uh, those are all South African businesses. Yes. For now, um, we're sort of almost going to roll out our um, first marketing big ad campaign. So our first campaign is going to be a competition that I'm putting together with a big hamper with a cot, a pram, a high chair, um, a whole hamper with about 25,000 rand that we're going to sort of um, give to one lucky mom. Uh, So we're going to get the ladies to download the app. But yes, so the directory listing is South Africa, but the app is already designed that we can do it in any other country. And that's sort of our future plans is to move the directory listing to other countries. Um, We are also going to Tanzania, as I mentioned, um, in March. Um, where this acceleration program that I'm busy with is going to help us um, with a soft launch. So yeah, so baby steps. <laughs> and if a mum, a mum to be now, is listening at the moment and she's wondering about where to enter the competition and when. Yes, so we're aiming for the end of February. Uh, they can keep an eye out on our Facebook and Instagram pages, which is my pregnancy journey app. So then basically the rules for the competition would be they need to like both our pages and then do the in-app purchase, which is a once-off amount of 30, 30 rand. And then we also sort of state to the, 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 the app user, if they do this once-off 30 rand, then they also sponsor another lady, this app for free that lives in a vulnerable community. So we've already partnered with Birthing Kid Foundation Australia and we're going to use some of their networks to sort of give free vouchers then to the ladies that so we don't want them to pay. We want them to have this educational pregnancy app. And we've also um, partnered with um, probably like in the 40 um, local pregnancy help organizations um, in South Africa. That's wonderful. So just to make it very clear, the app will cost you a once-off amount of 30 rand. Yes, actually 29 rand 99. Yes. <laughs> now that's amazing because I've seen it. It's so it's such a comprehensive app now you talked about the journaling section tell us more about that oh the journal feature um yes the journal feature I actually also had a a stunning journal for my daughter and I still have it and it's so special because you forget and it was you know it's just so special to have your sonar photos and your tummy photos and all of those things and what you wrote when you were pregnant and the feeling you know the things that you were feeling at that time and it's so special to give that to my daughter. And I want women to also have that. So yeah, there's a perfect journal. I mean, we've, uh, it's in the cloud, so everything is, is sort of safe. You're not going to lose that info. But yeah, it's, it's there so that you can document your beautiful pregnancy uh, journey and then 
print it out and keep it forever and give it to your child. That's wonderful. And the yoga, I watched one of the videos and I really loved it. Why did you choose yoga? I think yoga um, is also important to, to center and the breathing and especially in pregnancy. I mean, you know, especially in South Africa, I think there's so many people that still, you know, needs to discover the benefits and, you know, how good yoga and breathing and opening up and all of that um, sort of movements are to your body, mind and soul. You know, I wanted to choose yoga because I think um, for me, that's the perfect, and especially now in COVID, where people couldn't visit their their doctors and their classes and all of that sort of stuff, you know. So we're basically bringing you all of that stuff in the comfort of your home. I don't know why I chose yoga. Yoga was just, I had to have yoga mm -hmm. on it. And I didn't see any other exercises mm -hmm. that, um, I know there's lots of other amazing mm -hmm. ex pregnancy exercises out there, but I'm also quite a very spiritual and deep and energy sort of person. And um, I think maybe the app, you know, is, is a lot of my taste as yes, well. Yes. Yeah, I felt calm just watching that one video. I know, right? I mean, you don't even have to be pregnant to do that. True. Yeah. And then I'm also curious about the dad section. Yeah. Tell us more about that. Well, I think dads want to be more involved these days. You know, it's not just about... Um, the women doing everything and the women being pregnant. I found, uh, you know, there's obviously still a lot more room for growth, but uh, if the mom can get her partner or her husband on board and said, you know, you know, check this out, there's a section for you. And they, I mean, you know, throughout the whole app, it's not just the dad section, but with the daily articles, we also, there's also dads that's got postnatal depression. Really? And yeah. You know, and it, there's lots of, Things with dads that happens during a pregnancy, that's, they've got their own completely different emotions to what the woman is going through. So we want to include dads and we want dad to read what the mom's body is going through. And I mean, the dad section is quirky and fun. You know, just give like quirky stuff, you know, not serious, serious stuff, you know, but we do give some serious tips here and there, but the dad section is fun. But in the other stuff, we want him to see what goes on with her body and with his growing baby. And maybe that, you know, being on the app would also make him more in touch with the pregnancy if he understands more what's what's going on. So does the mum have to register on her mobile and the dad has to register on his mobile? Yes. So it's going to cost them the grand total of 60 rand, yes. which of course, as you say, some people can't afford. So that is why you have the sponsorship. Yes. So if anybody um, has an organization like that, we are happy to give free um, access to the app. Yeah, so we don't mind giving free access to the app mm. to anyone that needs right. it. And on the other hand, if there are people who can get on board, who can help you market this, then you would be very happy to hear from them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we are now, I mean, now I've like had the tech cap on. Now I'm putting on the marketing cap. Yes, now definitely. We um, are now ready to do, I mean, we've spent a lot of time, a lot of money, you know, everything to get the project to where it is. But I'm fully confident now. I mean, it's been a little bit of a slow process, but COVID also sort of played a bit of part in that. But it's fun. It's it's all been a, a learning school, but now we are ready to fly. So, yes. 
And you already have users on the app. What have you heard from them so far? Yeah, so even though um, we haven't sort of had a proper, proper launch, um, the app has been on the on the app stores. Yeah, we've, we've received over 13,000 um, downloads so far. But then the app wasn't sort of, we were still sort of developing it and trying to get funds to sort of fine-tune it and... Uh, we got a little bit stuck there, but we've we've had amazing, you know, feedback, and we obviously also won all of these awards, even though we haven't even put the app out there properly. So I think we've we've built a, a solid foundation. Now that I'm completely happy with the app development, and you know, happy to sort of spend money for marketing and putting it out there, I think now we're going to start getting the proper feedback. Um, yeah, mm, it's a huge thing to to get done. Now, I want to ask you, what has surprised you most about your journey with this app? Just actually the amazing people that I've met on this journey. It's, I mean, I didn't expect this app to take me on such an awesome journey. And you know what? I think the journey is just going to become more, more awesome. Mm. I'm super, super excited and I'm super grateful that I've been given this gift to be able to create something like this. Yeah, to develop something and be part of something like this. Mm. It feels good. Mm. It gives me goosebumps. <laughs> and what is your vision for the future? Oh, jeez. No, I, sometimes I think I dream too big. Um, but no, I definitely um, want to obviously grow this business, um, start the e-commerce, and then, you know, expand. So the app can be marketed globally. Um, but the directory listing and sort of the e-commerce that we still need to raise funds because we need to buy stock for that. Um, we want to then do country specific. So move those two things then and do that country specific. Uh, I mean, you know, India, there's just so many pl places that, you know, could benefit from, from my app. So, yeah, we just want to take it as far as we can, mm -hmm. like just go as yeah. big as we can. And you're specifically thinking about countries that are in a similar position to South Absolutely. Africa, developing Absolutely. countries. Definitely. We are the app, global app for developing countries, mm. pregnancy app for developing countries. Mm. Yes. Where can people find more info on the app or where can they find the app? So the app is available on all the app stores, which is um, the App Store, uh, Google Play, and then Huawei. They've also got a, their own um, app gallery. And then our website is mypregnancyjourney.co.za. Yes, and I'll definitely attach that link to this podcast. Thank you. And then how about social media? You have mentioned yes. Just mention that again. Yes, so Facebook and Instagram is My Pregnancy Journey app. Right. Now, for the three principles that you use to guide your life. Yeah, these um, words um, stand out to me and they are be brave, uh, be kind and be grateful. Hmm. Said so quickly, but there's actually such a lot behind those words. And I would add something else, and um, it would be to surround yourself with people that love you unconditionally. And I think that's what I've also learned through the COVID thing is before COVID, our lives were so busy and we were just like almost like it felt to me personally, like I was chasing my own tail, you know, and when we sort of had to sort of just 
breathe and be alone and lock ourselves up, I realized that, you know, I was giving so much of myself and negativity, how it was affecting me. And, and now, and especially now after this burnout, like how important it is to surround yourself with no, you know, no drama, no, like, I, I don't want that. So for me, surrounding yourself with people that love you, that you can trust and that love you unconditionally is also very important. Mm, mm, your priority. Are you ready for your fun question? Oops, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're entering a fantasy world. <laughs> so we've been talking about fashion. I read that you have been described as a fashionista. Ooh, mm, That was in an article I read on you. <laughs> now my question is, if men could fall pregnant, how would you dress up a man with a bump? <laughs> oh my goodness. That is interesting. Um, yeah, sure. They're not going to look very, very masculine, <laughs> are they? But maybe a, a collared shirt with a buttons, but that flares out, I guess, <laughs> like an ice skirt. <laughs> um, yeah, and just, I guess, just very oversized T-shirts. Um, yeah, I don't know. Shame me. <laughs> Like I said, fortunately, only in a fantasy world. Yeah, thank goodness for that, Joe. So thank you for talking to us. And I really hope your app will spread around the world and that you will in the end discover that the dream wasn't too big. Oh, well, thank you so much for this opportunity. I really enjoyed every minute of it. Good. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone you care about. I'd really appreciate it if you would rate and review Calm, Clear and Helpful where you download your podcasts. Calm, Clear and Helpful is compiled, hosted and edited by me, Mariette Sneeman, and the music is by Mart Marie Sneeman. Yes, we are related. Catch you next Tuesday at 9 